Take a cassette out of its case, and most people just see an empty box. You're indoors more, and there's more time for listening. Welcome to your marketing mixtape. This mix is just for you. For you. For you. Greetings. I'm Richard Larson, SVP of AW360 at Advertising Week. AW360 is Advertising Week's year-round digital content platform where we highlight the best and the brightest from around the global industry. One of my favorite parts of working on AW360 is that I get to work on countless projects from every corner of the industry, giving me an opportunity to introduce our audience to unique and intelligent perspectives and deliver them in fun and interesting ways. To that end, I'm pleased to welcome you to a very different kind of conversation, brought to you in partnership with our friends at Google. We call it Marketing Mixtape. It's 2021, and by now we're all burned out on video conferencing, whether for our own jobs or for our kids' video classrooms. We also know that this is a critical moment in time, and we wanted to find a way to share our best ideas and learnings in a format that's easier for you to consume, allowing you to cook a meal, take a walk, or complete a workout while listening in on this important conversation. We also wanted to make it fun, so we've made you a mixtape with the same thought and care that many of us remember from back in the days when mixtapes were a real thing. In a world where near constant change is the new normal, you'll hear insights about how your business can embrace digital transformation, how you can use signals and automation to reimagine product, channel, and demand strategies in this new dynamic market. In short, how you can grow today and stay resilient tomorrow. From us here at Advertising Week and from our partners at Google, we're here to help you with whatever comes next. Thank you for listening. In my closet because we needed to get good sound and we weren't able to get that from my office. We tried the bathroom yesterday. It did not go well. I'm Sarah Travis, Retail Industry Director at Google, where I'm responsible for client partnerships with some of the largest retailers in the U.S. In the last six months, we've probably seen 10 years of change. While there's still so much we don't know, there's one thing we do. Increased adoption of digital has already reset everything we do in retail. And while we couldn't have predicted any of this, I'm hopeful about the future because some businesses weren't only ready for the uncertain and unpredictable times, being ready got them meaningful results. Brands like Hyundai actually had their best quarters ever in Q2, and retailers like Mattress Firm have transformed their business to achieve record e-com sales. That's where there's good news today. You don't have to predict the future to be ready for what comes next. So here's the bottom line. First, you need to be ready by being data and insights led. I've seen firsthand in so many cases that adopting smart automation tools can make sense of the wealth of today's inputs by helping to identify insights to take action in real time. Next, be ready by taking a holistic view and breaking down old silos. Shoppers are moving between your site, app, and your store. So the omni-channel experience needs to be frustration-free. And finally, be ready by inspiring new customers as they explore. Shoppers are exploring new brands and products online more than ever. 
So there is an incredible opportunity in these times to be discovered by new audiences. This is your moment. You can seize it just like these companies did. It didn't take luck or magic or predicting the future to accomplish it, but it did take embracing a digital transformation journey that helps them be ready for whatever comes next. Here to explain some of our most recent trends is the global head of ads research and insights at Google, Justin DeGraff. Have you ever had a moment where a person just got you? Maybe you've recently taken up new hobbies like I have, like fishing. I've never fished, but I ventured to the local outdoor store and I'm in front of the shelf wondering, where do I even begin? And a store associate walks up and says, you look new here, you need a hand? He said, if you're just starting out, here are the three things you'll need to make sure you enjoy your time out on the water. And what I got was more than fishing equipment. He helped me disconnect from my day to day. That's what's possible today with digital ads. In a new piece of research, we compared personalized ads to ads that speak to deeper human needs, things like inspiration or relief. Then we imitated elements of Google's automation tools to deliver ads that spoke to those needs in real time. The results for retail were huge, driving up to 15% higher click-through and even better, 21% higher purchase intent, above and beyond basic personalization. More than positive results though, the ads also avoided pitfalls, with just 5% of people reporting them as negative or annoying. The ads worked not because they're targeted, but because they were meaningful. And here's what we've recently learned. It's not about using your energy trying to predict the future. It's about delivering on dynamic consumer needs right now in real time. We call this real-time approach rethinking readiness. Rethinking readiness will drive ROI, keep your business agile, and give you the resilience you need for whatever comes next. All right, that's it for me. It's time to take the dog for a walk. Next up, you'll hear a story from one of our partners about how they navigated a recent strategic shift. We had no idea how bad that was going to get. Hi, my name is Ramini Vaz, and I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of Mattress Firm. I'm excited to share how leveraging consumer insight helped us build our e-com business. So here we are having a, a very, very healthy, successful performance. But it was sometime around mid-March, the news started to escalate from a standpoint of different markets announcing that they are shutting down. We went from very, very healthy sales lift to dramatic sales decline. Our CEO, John Eck, felt very strongly that as you look across what we were facing, the one channel that it felt most reliable was our e-commerce channel. Most of our business was being driven through our brick and mortar. So our e-com uh, channel played a more limited role, and its primary role was more to support our stores. Now, 
we want it for our e-com business to be sizable and sustainable. So for that, we literally had to go back and look at everything from promotion, brand messaging, merchandising, the site experience, and also, and very importantly, how we were deploying our media dollars. So as we began to shift our mindset to be a lot more data-driven, we partnered with Google to track, fine-tune, understand the broader market demand, and then invest appropriately. And the beauty of this is, as we implemented some of those steps, the results were immediate. You could instantly see the substantial lift in sales as you made those adjustments. We were leveraging the Google signals at the local level. What we were able to do is to combine that knowledge with other local information anywhere from competitive density, store openings, broader traffic data, and so on and so forth. We noticed that we almost doubled our sales. And I had warned the Google team. I said, the moment we doubled, I'm going to come back and ask to double again. And within six weeks, we quadrupled our sales levels. That was the huge moment where you say, wow, I think we have it figured out <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so when you think about COVID, it truly accelerated our transformation. I mean, this is the place we were planning to be maybe in two years. Well, we got there in three months. Up next, you'll hear from leaders around what this type of change looks like from an agency perspective. Thank you for listening. The one thing that 2020 has done is remind all of us uh, of the genuinely the speed and the complexity at which people are changing and the need to understand them and to not assume anything of people. Hi, I'm Chrissy Hansen. I'm the Global Chief Strategy Officer for OMD. I'm Michael Mofter. I'm the founder and CEO of WPromote. Today, we're going to be discussing how the idea of leading with customer insights has shifted under recent times from an agency perspective. We find that a lot of brands the reason that they think that people like their products is different from what customers actually think. Um, so I think we try to look at kind of the 360-degree the view and, and say, where are these data points? And then how do I create the actual systems to, to listen? It feels a little bit like the search for insight needles in a, in a data haystack, right? So how do you glean the things that are most relevant and specific to a client? When COVID started to have a massive impact, we developed something called the Fast Start Dashboard, which is a dashboard with over 30 different data sources. I think there's something like 1.5 million data points, and there are 100,000 being added every week. And that ability to ingest that data, but also help us really clearly connect to our planning process meant that our teams had a consistent way of looking at the right set of data points and from there looking at the actions. Yeah, I mean, good data is accurate data. It's relevant data. 
uh, and it's not diluted data. Bad data would be sort of the opposite of all of that. Um, the assumptions that you brought into 2020 may not be the right data. And it may be that a customer acquired in, in 2020 is a different type of customer. We, we need to not take the assumptions that we had in this different world and just roll them forward. I would rather gain insights and, and create models and hypotheses and outcomes with imperfect data than not at all, especially with how, how quickly things are moving. And so accepting that we're going to make decisions, budget adjustments and creative decisions, and maybe not feel 100% about everything is better than not making those decisions. The number one takeaway I'd love listeners to leave this conversation with is to have confidence in moving with 50% of the information, but be better and faster in doing that. I, I think the single most important thing that we, we try to do is make sure that the insights align with the organizational goals, because there are potentially lots of insights to be had, and they might not be actually helpful in furthering what we're trying to accomplish. Your mixtape will continue on side B. My name is Sarah Carberry, head of U.S. Multicultural Strategy and Sales at Google. As someone who identifies as mixed heritage, I struggled to feel a sense of belonging at a young age. Nobody looked like me on TV or in magazines, so when I started my career in media, I felt compelled to change this. Fast forward to 2020, with COVID's disproportionate impact on multicultural communities and the global rallying cry of the Black Lives Matter movement, I know so many of you feel a heightened call to action to drive positive change today, both personally and professionally. At Google, we've been inspired by so many different ways brands have stepped up to this challenge, and we're privileged to meet the makers behind some of the work. You're about to hear a conversation between two creatives, Keith Cartwright and Gianta Jenkins, who partnered with P&G to develop two thought-provoking films addressing cultural bias and racism titled The Look and The Choice. Diverse thinking breeds better creativity and also improves any business's bottom line. We need to say something. We need to put something out into the world to let uh, the industry to sort of wake up and align and bring their resources towards helping this cause. The letter went into the world and began to build a conversation around things that we've always found important that weren't necessarily being surfaced. Mark Pritchard from a, a P&G picked up the phone and, and called us and said, let's talk. And that conversation turned into um, action very quickly. They have demonstrated very authentically their commitment to undoing some of the tropes that have existed in advertising and taking it on in a way to bring people together. The look, um, you know, it started when we were asked by uh, P&G to think about, you know, how African-American men specifically, experience bias through their daily lives. The microaggressions that we 
as African-American men suffered through are like a thousand mini car accidents that we go through day to day. And the thing about the look and unconscious bias is it is, it's a silent act. The idea that you could tell that story objectively and, and use the camera to actually make people feel what that feels like, it was a very, very powerful piece of filmmaking. We're never pointing fingers and it's not calling anyone out, it's acknowledging. And the work that we do is invite people into the discussion so we can have a conversation. So the choice was a passionate plea from the brand to white people for white allyship and in the protests that are going on in the street. And it was a declarative statement that says, this is the time for action. We all must stand up. We can no longer be silent. Uh, we all sat down and discussed with P&G and said, what, what's powerful here is to reduce it all the way down to the core element. What divides us? And it's, it's melanin, it's skin, right? That's the thing that gets in the way of us being united. So let's put that on display and show the aesthetic difference between the two, but to also demonstrate that there's not much difference between the two. Felt like the right way to deliver the message. We're now able to upload something to YouTube and the immediacy creates the, the fuel for these movements to take on a shape and a resonance. If it's shared or liked, or if we see that it's gotten a million views, that's a million times plus that people decided that they wanted to take in and potentially learn from what we've created. And that's progress. Hi, I'm Jerry and I lead the ads team at Google. It's been quite a year and I've had a chance to meet virtually with many of you. Hearing your stories has motivated my team to push harder and rethink our roadmaps with a single goal in mind, to accelerate digital growth for even more businesses. We're all spending a lot more time at home these days, so I'm gonna step outside for a quick walk while I share some highlights from my keynote at Advertising Week. In the next minute, I'll quickly cover four product innovations designed to help you get your business ready for what comes next. First, we've heard from you that you need insights to identify when and how consumer behavior is changing. That's why I'm excited to announce the new Insights page in Google Ads. This page will include a new trends section where you'll find rising search trends for the product or service categories most relevant to your business. To help you take action on these insights in real time, I also unveiled Performance Max campaigns. They're a new way to buy Google ads across all our inventory from a single campaign. They deliver the greatest reach and performance while providing transparency into how Google's machine learning is working for you. We're also rolling out video action campaigns to all advertisers globally and introducing new inventory on connected TVs to help you take advantage of the boom in video streaming. Finally, we believe measurement should be comprehensive, actionable, and privacy-centric. Now is the time to ensure your business has the solid measurement foundation it needs for the long term. So 
Stay tuned for new updates we'll be sharing for Google Analytics. Hi, it's me again, Alan Tegeson. Thank you for joining us for your marketing mixtape. I hope you found it helpful, and I hope the format gave you space to take a break from your screen and reflect on the opportunities that lie ahead. 2020 has been challenging, but the changes it accelerated provide an opportunity to rethink our approach to growth and resilience. By embracing digital transformation, by making it live in our product, channel, and demand strategies, by leading with a data-driven approach and embracing the full power of automation, we can be ready for whatever comes next. As always, Google is your partner on that journey. We want to leave you with a brief final thought. So here's Padma Lakshmi and her vision of what tomorrow might bring. I'm Padma Lakshmi and I'm an author and a television host. With what's happened since the global pandemic in March, I think because we haven't been able to eat out, our attention is shifting. At the same time that we are prevented from going to restaurants, we're also uh, at home with our families, uh, with more time on our hands to play, so to speak, in the kitchen. And we had to feed ourselves. And what that has done emotionally for families and communities is really bring us back to the table, um, literally and figuratively. In the last six months, so many of us have been at home cooking, diving into our pantry and experimenting. And I think that this is a really great thing that our collective experience has brought about. And I'm hoping that we can take this curiosity and creativity about the foods that we make with our own hands into the future to really understand that there's a world of bounty and delicious food and flavors out there. And the more we explore them, the more we understand about ourselves and each other. It's been quite a year. We're proud to be your partner and here to help you be ready for whatever comes next. Thank you.